Hello and welcome to Now Watching. I am your host, Matthew James Sullivan. Today on the docket, we're going to talk Taylor Swift, The Eras Tour. We're going to talk about the 2023 film, Totally Killer. And then we're going to talk about the Equalizer franchise because I recently watched all three movies for the first time. After that, we're going to riff on Futurama and the revival of that. So let's dive into Taylor Swift, The Eras Tour. So I was a bit speechless after coming home from the theater from seeing the Taylor Swift Eras Tour, not because it was some masterpiece or it was really bad or anything, but because of the spectacle of it all. I've never seen a theater like this before ever. I've been to rowdy midnight showings of cult films before, but nothing like this. You know, young teen girls sang along to every word. They screamed. They were dancing up front. One girl in the theater sitting in the row behind me screamed, I love you, Taylor, after every single song. It was a really wild experience. Not necessarily the ideal theater ex- situation for a near 40-year-old man like me, but let's be honest, this movie was not for me. It was not made for me. And that's just plenty okay. It was for you know each girl and boy who loves Taylor Swift more than any other artist to enjoy to the fullest. And I never want to take that away from them. Now, on the Carts of Film itself, it was really sprawling and an immense production. It was expertly filmed. Each song is so specific for the stage presence. I also realized I'm more of a Taylor Swift fan than I even thought because I knew most of the songs and enjoyed the live show quite a bit. The cherry on top was she played My Tears Ricochet off Folklore, which I think is the best Taylor Swift song ever. I think it's the best written Taylor Swift song ever. I think it has some of the best lyrics. And yeah, I mean, when it comes to like the actual experience too of the film, I mean, it's, it's really cool to see all the sets and everything, but Taylor Swift is not some like magnificent dancer. Um, the choreography is pretty basic and everything. So nothing like that really blew me away. It's more just, I enjoyed some of the songs. So that's kind of my thought overall. I'm glad I went. I probably wouldn't go again, but it was kind of fun and all to try it once. My wife uh, gave in and was singing along to pretty much every song because she's a Taylor Swift fan. Now let's move on to Totally Killer. Um, I don't know how to pronounce the director's name. Nanachka Khan, um, I believe. But it's kind of like a Back to the Future style teen slasher film comedy. Well, this movie doesn't really do justice to some of like my favorite slasher teen films, and it might not be great. I did find it fun for the most part. It's nice to see Lachlan Monroe back in the mix for another slasher. Of course, this time he's just a dad. I personally haven't watched Kiernan Shipka in anything since Mad Men, so it's kind of nice to see she honed her youthful acting chops, if you will. She suits the role of the character pretty well, actually. The movie draws an old slasher's like scream, but adds a twist of time travel. The big twist in the end is pretty obvious as you watch, but it still works enough. Nice to see a movie like this get made in 2023. And for those people who are afraid of scary movies like me, this movie really isn't scary at all. I was not, it didn't feel jumpy at all. Uh, and yeah, I am not a horror film or a scary movie person. So this was an easy one to just kind of sit back and enjoy. Now let's move on to the Equalizer franchise by Antoine Fuqua. 
So I had never seen the Equalizer franchise. I do enjoy these type of movies, though. I love John Wick. The first Taken is good, despite them kind of progressively getting much worse. I haven't seen any other of one of those, any other of those like Liam Neeson films in that genre. He's made like 20 of them at this point. I did like Nobody with Bob Odenkirk, fine enough. But really, I love Denzel. And for some reason, I didn't have much interest in the Equalizer, despite him being in it. Well, I popped on the first one the other day, and I was pleasantly surprised. This isn't a violent, well-made action, kill-everyone-in-sight type of movie. Denzel Denzel really works as an old guy with a particular set of skills, as Neeson would say in the first Taken movie. He's probably more convincing than Neeson as well. The first movie had probably the best action kills of the whole franchise, and it's probably the best written movie overall as well. Second one is fun, but the secondary characters just aren't as good. I wasn't too impressed with Pedro uh, Pascal in the movie. One fun thing is the ending was shot in the town where I grew up in Massachusetts. You know, they got the Duxbury bridge um, in there and Brant rock and Marshfield. So it was cool to see, you know, my hometowns on the big screen. It kind of made me look like the Leo pointing meme, if you will. It's still a funny, fun, worthy successor to the first one. The third one worked a little more for me, but still didn't hit like the first one. I love the Italian setting and the bad guys really didn't feel like bad. And the bad guys really felt like bad guys in it. There's some great kills in this one too, which is the main reason we watch these movies, right? Well, I don't think either sequel works quite like the first one did. I would still probably watch five more of these movies because I love Denzel and I kind of love this like kill them all genre. So Denzel could be in a wheelchair and I would still love to see him kill some bad guys. Just a fun franchise in the kill them all epics. All right. Now let's talk about Futurama. So Futurama, you know, obviously a cartoon um, that started in the two thousands. And this cartoon in particular is my favorite cartoon of all time. I think it is, you know, going to the 10th season. Um, I think it was the best running cartoon of all time. And that includes the Simpsons because the Simpsons probably have seven good seasons total. Well, I think, you know, Futurama has 10 plus good seasons and Simpsons has more highs. Let's be honest, but Futurama is much more consistent and there's a lot more heart to Futurama than the Simpsons for the most part. And that's what I love about the show. So they revived it on Hulu and let's just say it was not my favorite season of Futurama. It's actually my least favorite season of Futurama so far. It kind of felt like they had kind of like pent up jokes from since they've been canceled, you know, like talking about like binging TV and streaming, which, you know, every thing, you know, everyone is just completely fine with it at this point. Like we're used to this stuff. So the jokes don't really land a lot of the episodes and it doesn't really work overall. A lot of the jokes just don't, I don't know that they, they just don't work like the old episodes do, but when it comes down to it, I am glad I made glad, glad they made it. And I will watch more because the last episode gave me something that I really wanted from the show and this season is that it had a lot of heart to it. And I love the Futurama episodes that have a lot of heart. And this one was kind of like a classic Futurama, like heart, heart tug um, episode. And I just think those are the best ones for the most part. 
you know, there's some classic funny ones, of course, and everything, but the ones with heart have tend to be the best episodes, in my opinion. And that's why I will probably watch another season of this show. Um, I will watch it endlessly at night, like I do all the time. I fall asleep to Futurama almost every single night, and I have for 10 plus years, you know, as they created more and more seasons, I've just added more to the docket of looping it over and over as I fall asleep. And yeah, that's kind of my thoughts on Futurama. So let's end the episode here. You can find me on Instagram at Clever Clocks Music, on TikTok at now.watching. And I will talk to you next week. Thank you.